Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design, with your hosts, Glyn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast where, crikey, we're in the middle of January, Glyn. <laughs> it's flying by already, isn't it? It'll be Christmas soon. Where's it all going? Yeah, only how many how many sleeps till Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> me crazy. Um, yeah, we're back this week. Now we wanted to do a little bit of a tongue in cheek. We had quite a powerful episode last week, and uh, and I hope you got to listen to it because it wasn't an enjoyable episode, but it was kind of a really thought provoking episode. And I think a lot of people need to hear it. And it's good the feedback we've had on that already. So please give that a listen. And also listen to the episode that we referred to from Nathan, which will be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But this week we wanted to move forward. And and we've been chatting about, you know, we're coming up for a year of the podcast, Glenn, in February. You're so and good at dates. So you do it again, know, you said. I, I bet you we... even know. There we were, fresh face. Both <laughs> You both had like masses of hair. And no creases on our face. Go on now, um, but yeah, we're coming up for a year in February. For in February, and um, we realised like in our early episodes, if you've been with us since the beginning, you'll know kind of the first sort of twenty percent of our episodes were <laughs> us kind of getting things off our chest and being like, "Don't you hate it when?" And we kind of wanted to sort of do a refresher for newer listeners because obviously we've picked up quite a few listeners over the years. So thank you for joining us. So we thought we'd put together our kind of little retrospective survival guide for 2019 and we'll put yeah. a few of these things together and talk about some experiences that we've had recently to kind of back it up so there's some levity to this that we this is tongue-in-cheek um <laughs> we appreciate not everyone will agree with some of these things and generally like that saying says if it's none of your friends doing it then it's probably you <laughs> and anything we say that resembles a real living person is purely coincidence Yes, <laughs> unless we name and shave, but which we're not going to do. <laughs> but if if it sounds familiar, then, uh, it then is. you know, don't do it. <laughs> I can't say that in any higher voice. No, I know. Don't but do we, it. We, when we first spoke about doing this episode, we said, let's create a survival guide, didn't we? A so Glyn yeah. and Dave's survival guide for 2019. And it's kind of gone off track a little bit now, but it's, it's, it's just things that we've observed and we've experienced yes. – during the time of doing the podcast, so we're going to share those out. We we kind of said originally we'll do five a piece, but I don't know how many you've got, and I, I think I've no. got maybe four or five. But we'll just kind of go with it, and then we'll count them up at the end, I guess. Yeah, and we've each got kind of similar ones. We put a list together and realised a lot of them match up. But yeah. before we do that, before we do oh, that, yes, it's the it's the show admin section. Show <laughs> admin. <laughs> now, first things first, Glyn, This week, yes. Your new book, uh-huh. Photoshop Toolbox, with its amazing cover. It is pretty good. Went not number three on Amazon, no. not number two on Amazon. It went to number one on Amazon yeah. in digital photography. Best seller. Yeah. Congratulations, sir. Thank Cue you very applause, much. Sound Thank effect. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, very well, well deserved. <laughs> very well deserved. It was great to sit there because, obviously, yeah, it's a strong category, um, there was a certain Mr. Kelby in spot two and spot three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's some good company in there of, of some it, big authors. And- it was it was brilliant. I've, you know, over the Christmas period, I've actually kept every single one. But whenever those people posting saying that they've got the book as a Christmas present and whatever, 
I was screen grabbing all of them. And I had, there were so many. I've kept, I've got a folder on my phone now of where people have shared them. It's absolutely brilliant. But feedback's been great as well, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Incidentally, those of you who've sent me feedback, which I absolutely love and I have kept in a folder, if you get the inclination to want to put that on Amazon, you'll be on my Christmas card list. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> and, and there's a little star thing. Before you can leave the comment, uh, you have to click the five stars. Otherwise, the comment won't show. It gets deleted, doesn't it? Yeah. No, but listen, in, in joking aside, over the moon with that. Really, really, really happy. So, uh, Dave, thanks for doing such a brilliant cover. And thanks to the folks at Rocky Nook as well, because they are so good to uh, write for. They really are very, you know, just it just makes writing a breeze. It really does. They're such a good company. Love them. I know. And hopefully we'll be having this conversation in about seven months. Yes, with your book. Similar, hopefully. I've still got a couple more weeks left before it's all completely submitted. I've got a little bit of an extension. And just between us, yeah, are you getting on? Just between us? Just between us, uh, I think like a lot of things, you... Well, it's difficult in in, in all seriousness. I think think you said enough. You're on track. No. I'm on track. <laughs> I'm on track. Um, That'll do, I, just in case Scott I, and Ted I are do, listening. I do envy people... Um, they, they won't be listening. I do envy people who can actually, like yourself, who can commit to, like, okay, the next two weeks I'm going to sit down and write it. So probably the thing i found I've struggled with the most is the fractured time of trying to write it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've been, I'm enjoying the process, um, and it's been great because it kind of, while writing it, I'm sure you have the same, it refreshes your techniques. It totally does. But if you're anything like me, you can't just think, oh, do you know what? I've got to spare half an hour. I'll go and write on the book. I could never do that. I have to say, tomorrow I am writing. And that kind of gets me in the mindset overnight. And then I have much more productive. I can't just go and pick it up when I have some spare time during the day. I have to be, you know, it has to be in the timetable almost. It has to be scheduled. Yeah, you can't just dip in and out of it. And I've learned that. But I say Mm. the process itself, I'm actually loving the fact that I'm writing a book. So I can't take that away. So we'll come back to that another time. We don't want to annoy people by promoting something that's many, many months away. (laughs) Uh, The second thing is, um, if you're listening to this episode the day it comes out, next week, uh, Glyn will be teaching at the Society Show at the Hammersmith Novotel in London. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will be heading up. We're going to have our regular Friday night curry, stay over, and then... And then go and have a day up, up at the show. And, we'll and go to that, that, and that same place as we did last time in Beaconsfield as well. Yeah. And the, the curry's going to be kind of threefold because it's going to be our society's get-together. Uh, it's our 100,000 episode curry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even though we've far and, surpassed that now, Dave. Yeah, I know. I know. Wait, <laughs> I know. Crazy. Um, and also, my book will have been delivered. Mm. I will finish writing. So Brilliant. that's another... I know I'll have stuff to come back and amend and change, but as a, a physical writing it, uh, that will be So a it's a great cause for relief. celebration. Exactly, yeah. So a triple Brilliant. celebratory curry. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, that would be good. And one final thing, which is something we're not going to keep teasing you and teasing you and teasing you. We promised you we were going to do a prize draw. Ah, yes. At the back end of last year. And we left it to go over a couple of days because people have been sort of listening to the the episodes over the christmas period and we've had some great feedback on the website we've had some great uh reviews on itunes thank you very much we're up to 90 now and we are a five-star podcast um (laughs) much like the reviews you can leave on amazon for glenn's book plug plug but no we just want to say a real heartfelt thanks for everyone who supported us in 2018 uh we appreciate the time you take 
to leave the feedback. We know you listen to the episodes. If you didn't catch it, uh, we'll have to put it in the show notes. The guy that did the um, Hitler video. Oh, God, yeah. He Brilliant. had obviously heard every single episode going right yeah, back to day bless. one. And, and that he's, he's going to get something for that. As he's going to get a thank you for that because that was outstanding. It was brilliant how he nailed yeah, yeah. all the little things we picked up. Um, so, yeah, what we did was over the Christmas period, uh, I started to print off uh, some of the comments from the website. And I also printed a, did a screen print of the comments reviews on iTunes and basically cut them up. Um, and I got my girls to fold them all up. We put the website in one bowl and we put the iTunes reviews in the other bowl. And I gave them a very important job of swishing them round and pulling out a name. Uh, so the first prize, which was we said was from the iTunes reviews, is... And let me drum get my roll, piece of paper on, here. Roll. Yeah, hang on. And it's okay. Don't you just love people who don't use their real name? The girls thought this is really funny. The person's name is Say Cheese <laughs> or Say underscore Cheese. Now, if that's you, we don't know your name. Uh, you did leave us a comment on iTunes. There is a way where we can actually clarify you are who you are, but we're not going to say that on the show because we don't want anyone claiming a prize that isn't theirs. Um, but please get in touch with us through the uh, show, social media, um, or podcast at he shoots he draws com and prove who you are, um, which you're going to have to do from your own iTunes account. Um, and then obviously we'll sort out an address and we'll put the package together. There's some books in it. We've got a couple of things from Three Legged Thing that they kind of gave us. We've got um, their L bracket. I've got some. Uh, I've got some Westcott merch. Yeah, you've got some Westcott T-shirt. We've also got um, an Iggy Three Legged Thing mini tripod, uh, which I use for the for the microphones when we record the podcast. Um, a Toblerone. Toblerone. Uh, <laughs> I've got some stickers. Uh, we've got a very exclusive, rare He Shoots, He Draws notebook that we're down to like the last two or three. And anything else that we said we could find in our office that would fit in the box after we put the main prizes in. So first prize, congratulations, Say Cheese, which I think is relevant for a photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, second prize was off the website. And it was a gentleman. We don't know where he is, but we think he might be in america and his name is jim ruppel or jim rupel uh i think that's how you pronounce it um uh, and he'd left a comment on the on the website so he got drawn out for that so congratulations to both of you just say just get in touch with us sort out the address and we'll get a few bits sent off to you um so thanks for taking part we'll have more stuff this year we've got um a few more bits and pieces we've still got some books and things and we'll find ways of um being generous and sharing some stuff with you so thanks to those people who took part now let's get on with it if we had a jingle we'd play it now and it would go something like glenn and dave's 2019 survival guide just for you Okay. Right. But it'd be better. But it'd be better than that. It'd be better than that. Right. I'm going to so, kick off. Glenn, I'm going to kick off. You go first. Okay. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to kind of like surmise these, but I'm going to start off. My first one I've written down here comes under the heading of "How else could I say this?" And it's basically on the lines of if, and it's a big if, if you feel you do have to comment and it's not a nice comment, just wonder about how you're actually saying it and how it could come across and how that might affect that person that you're actually writing it to. 
Do you have an uh, example, Clint? Well, the only example I have, because it kind of got my back up, if I'm honest, to be honest. Uh, if you heard last week's episode about Nathan, and you'll you'll understand the relevance of the pictures that I took for him, the picture of his kids and the picture of his mum and dad. Uh, and somebody commented, because I did a YouTube live showing how I processed uh, the picture of his kids, because it ended up having to use this auto-blend thing within Photoshop. And one person commented saying that uh, they found the colour of Seb, which is Nathan's lad, who's sitting in the middle, they find the colour of his white socks distracting. Could you not darken them down or change them to a different colour, please? So my answer, <laughs> my answer that was edited... Do I need the bleep machine for this? <laughs> no, well, the, the Latin of this word is, is an expletive. But I actually said, yes. no, I'm not going to change them. And the reason being was because Seb was wearing those socks because that's Seb. That's what Seb wears. Seb is known in the family for wearing white socks. So no, I'm not going to change them. Sometimes it's we're not looking to have a picture that's going to be on the front of Vogue or Vanity Fair or anything like that. This is a picture that is going to be a personal possession for somebody of his kids. And he knows his yeah. kids wear white socks. So does it really matter? So did you really need to ask me that? Did you really yeah. need to say that? So there's just little stuff like I could, uh, do you know, over the year there could be a whole. I could have sheets of A4 of some of the times that people have said stuff that you think, did you really need to say that? So I yeah. guess rather than how else could I say this, the first thing is before you before you write a comment, and if it's you know it's not a positive or a nice comment, just ask yourself, do I really need to post this? Because do you know what? The only person who thinks it's important and the only person who wants to hear it is you, the one who's writing it. Yeah, that's enough about me. What about me? <laughs> so that's my <laughs> first is, one. Yeah, and also in response to that is what response did they expect? I know. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that. No. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I I realized I spent some time taking this very, you know, personal image for but if it's if those white socks are offending you, I'll change that for you so that you can not look at the image again for a few seconds and forget about it. Yeah. It's like what do people think the reaction is when they say it? Cuz if I'm being, if these... I'm being brutally honest and turning back time and becoming Glyn from episode 2 and 3 and 4 and whatever it was, uh I couldn't care less if you're if it's distracting you. I couldn't give a yeah. damn. It's not your picture. Yeah. It's not a portfolio picture for me. Get over it. Yeah. End of. Right, now yours, Dave. Like, Move on. Let's go to yours. Yeah, I was going to say that reminds me of the spelling police thing that you had where the guy completely turned on you because you made him a misspe- It's like, oh, we all make spelling mistakes. Come oh, on. yeah, and then so I removed his comment without telling him and I made yeah. him look a fool and it's like, oh, get over yourself. Yeah. So th- first thing for 2019 is just stop and take a breath and think, do you need to do this? Mm. It's like the comments that one of the things I'd written down was kind of similar, which is called um, is the butt butts. And it's oh, actually, the, uh, mate, can I, can I just put in? Yeah, go so, on. I've got a butt now, actually. Uh, go on. <laughs> just I'm just follow, one last thing on mine. When yeah. people when you say, do I really need to post this? You know, sometimes when you post something online, it might be uh, you've gone somewhere that's like really special. You might have gone yeah. out somewhere for a really nice meal or some like really expensive place. There's always those people that go, oh, yeah, it's, I love it there. So, the, And they're not saying that because they think, oh, yeah, I'm glad you love it there. It's I want you to know that I've also experienced that and been there. I don't yeah. care. I really <laughs> don't care. So don't bother telling me. Anyway, go on, carry on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
we now roll back this is now 2018 <laughs> again <laughs> but yeah so so the first thing is just stop take a breath and think what do you stand to gain from making yes, that comment exactly. you know when you're typing it you know that you're being a <laughs> you're being a dick. bleep that out um but yeah <laughs> But so that's that's number one, uh, and it kind of follows on into into the butt butts, and that's something we did touch on before. Is people who leave a comment and do the whole thing of, um, oh, you know, that's a really great thing, but it's a bit like the um, I don't mean to be rude, but, but yeah, and it kind of follows on from Glynn's is don't 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 be a butt butt, <laughs> don't don't be a butt is. <laughs> But make this make this the year that you actually make positive reinforcements of things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Forget the stuff you don't like. There's going to be a trust me. There is going to be a megaton of social uh, detrius. I think is the word. There's going to be a lot of stuff on social media that's going to wind you up that you're not going to agree with. Ignore it. Spend your time this year finding the people who share nice things. And leave a nice comment. If you don't like it, if you don't like something, it's fine. You don't have to like everything. But there's a lot of stuff you will like. And when you do like it, just thank them. Just leave a nice comment. Just leave an encouragement. Because that person on the other end may be having a bad day. It might be that that thing will lift them for the day. But we all know, and you know, especially with your YouTube, is you can get 300 great comments but you'll always remember that eight-year-old yeah, kid. Yeah. That what, slated was, you. Yeah. what was that? Uh, what was that program that used to be on? I don't, th- I don't think it's on TV anymore. That one where people used to write in about TV points of view. Pro- points of view. When dear a, points of view. Dear points of view. There was a program on TV the other night. It was outrageous. It was terrible. Th- throughout the whole program, this, 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 and this. And every time I used to watch, I used to think. Why have they taken all that time out of their life to write in about a programme they didn't like? Why didn't they just turn it over? Do you know what I loved about them, though, Glyn? Is back in the day, they used to handwrite a letter, fold it, write the address, BBC Television Centre, <laughs> London... WC1A2, uh, yeah, yeah. W, whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> Same swap shop. And they'd put a stat, they'd buy a stamp, and they'd walk to the post office, and they'd post that letter, and then hope that their letter may get picked out of the bags they used to get and Esther Ransom would read it out. Now that is commitment. I'll give them the, I'll give them the credit due, but because social media is so instant and and you can hide is now it it actually carries less weight. People can, I think people are meaner and nastier because it's, there is so much of that out there Mm. that they have to just like keep like I was referenced, the World War Z, where they're all climbing up the wall. Yeah, yeah. Anything negative in this in this industry, I'll always refer to that because they're all just climbing over each other to get to the top. When they get to the top, they fall off and the next lot go. So it kind of goes back to that. Is make this the year where you leave, make it a positive place. To write nice things, write encouragement. You know, thank people. Just just those little nice things. You you will feel so much better. Unless you're the kind of person that doesn't like doing it. Yeah. So definitely. back to you, Glenn. You're one. Okay. You're so the other one. one I've got then, this, uh, I actually learned this from a friend of mine who's in the military, and it's a phrase they use, which is called learned helplessness. And basically, this is uh, the culture of people who, their first response when they don't know something or they can't do something or something's happened is, oh, get somebody else to help me now. 
Do you know what yeah. I mean? And we kind of experience this a lot online. It's like when you get people um, who contact you. I mean, you said this before we started recording. When you get people who post on social media, can anybody tell me what website it is or where online I can find such and such and such and such? And it's like the time you've taken, the exact words you've just typed. <laughs> if you hadn't put them on a post on Facebook, but you'd put them in the search bar on Google, you'd have your answer. Yeah. So learned helplessness, you know, it's just all I will say is to to kind of like combat that in 2019, rather than the first thing you're doing is grabbing hold of the bat phone and calling for help, is just Google it. Or if it's something in Photoshop you don't know, tell you what, why don't you just experiment? Click on it, try it, experiment, read it, read something about it, and have the attitude of what would happen if. If, because, yeah. and I know we joked about this before we, again before we started recording, I wasn't born the minute I came out and drew my first breath when the nurse held me upside down and no doubt spanked me to make me cry. I didn't know Photoshop when I was doing my bodybuilding. I wasn't born 20 stone with 20 inch arms because uh, that would have been an incredibly painful birth. But I had to commit and go to the gym and do it myself. I didn't have somebody yeah. take me to the gym and lift the weights for me. I had to do it for myself. So learn helplessness. Take responsibility for yourself because you'll actually remember it more. When somebody, when when you actually go to the effort of, of trying to figure something out yourself, number one, the kind of feeling of accomplishment for yourself is brilliant. And number two, you'll remember it a lot more because you had to go to the effort of trying to get it and learn it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if you do do it, there is one very magical thing that sometimes it won't always work, but it's something we teach our children. It's a magical, magical word. And a lot of people forget to put it in their request. And it's, it, are, you, are you listening? Are you sitting down? It's please. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. one few extra letters, but just please. Doesn't mean everyone will jump and do it, but they'll be more inclined to help you if you phrase your question correctly. So people go on and go, I need a so-and-so, where can I get one? And then you sit and wait for, for all your kind of social media minions to go, hi, babe, hi, Han. Uh, yeah, I've done all the searching for you. Just put please. You People will be more inclined to help. And never, 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 never. And this is one I think, uh, this is grumpy, Dave. Okay. If you want to ask a question on social media and you want some response, don't end it with go. Oh yeah, I don't really, end it with really go. don't like that. I will guarantee you, I will not write anything on that because it just winds me up. It's just, you know, what 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 was your favourite film of this year? I'd love to know. Go. Mine was such and such, but when you put in, what was your favourite film of the year? Go. No. Or, or how about? That's rude. I'm doing some editing at the minute. Uh, good recommendations for editing. Go music-wise. Go. It's like no. Just how about really what you should be posting when you instead of putting that right. Instead of putting that, here's what you need to type. Okay. I haven't typed anything on social media for uh, five minutes, uh, so I need to post something. Uh, <laughs> that go. will garner responses. Yeah, because it like, makes oh. my algorithm work. If I don't post on social media today, my world will end. No, it won't. No, it won't. What's your fa what's your favourite colour? Go, brown, blue, green. I quite like purple. Oh, I like pink and blue. I can't decide. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just like, oh, get yeah. over it. Come on. Clear it out. Clear it out. Just po- get get the snow plough and, and plough on through. So, yeah. Can but, you imagine this? Because it's social media. That's what it is, right? Social. Can you imagine if you were at a pub, right? You're having a drink. Me and you are having a drink. And uh, somebody who doesn't know us, but yeah. they know somebody that we know, which means they're friends of ours, right? Not. Yeah, but anyway, we're, we're having our curry in Beaconsfield on the Friday of SWPP, and somebody comes up to us, leans on the table, and says, Hi, guys. Your favourite curry. Go. <laughs> I mean, it just wouldn't happen, would it? Probably will now, but it well, just wouldn't I'd need, happen. I'd need another beer, because my current beer just went in their face. <laughs> now, it's funny you should say that. Funny you should say that, because my next one is kind of like that. It's kind of like that weird um, etiquette, social etiquette, and it's called... I've labelled it, I'm a friend of a friend of so-and-so, which is actually a lyric I've taken from one of my brother's songs, The Dirty Strangers. Um, but yeah, I'm a, friend of a fr- I'm a friend of a friend of so-and-so. Now, I've experienced this, and I'm sure you have, is social media is a funny old place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it has changed our world. And there's a lot in our world, even news. You know, a lot of news things come through social media. But one of the things that happens is, and you see it in films where there's a group of people in a room and they're chatting and there's a person on the outside and they want to be part of that group. So they, what they do is they just walk up, stand in the group and then just start laughing because everyone else is laughing and, and act like they've been there the whole time. Now, friendships take a long time to nurture. You might make, you know, fast friends. You know, we, we met and we've been friends since. But friendships have value when you take time to invest in them. And commandeering conversations with people that you have no idea who they are because imagine if if uh you telephoned one of my friends and started talking to them and there was no interaction previous they'd wonder who the hell you are and trust me some of our friends who see this pattern contact us and just go who's this person that's just joining in on posting on every single post i put it's like there they are i post something there they are who are they Mm. And then when you ask them, they say, I'm a friend of, I'm a friend of a friend of so-and-so. Well, no, you're not. You've just gone through their friends list and just friended yeah. everybody on there. <laughs> so, so again, it goes back to the, um, the purpose of it. What are you, what, think about what you're looking to gain. When you do that, you wouldn't do it in real life socially. You wouldn't just walk up to people like that. You'd kind of, you'd approach it in a different way and you can't just walk up to someone and be that bare face. So it doesn't mean you can do it on social media. And it's kind of creepy. It's mm. kind of weird. And I don't like it when I see people who I consider to be kind of social friends doing it to my friends because I'm sitting there thinking, well, do they know each other? How do they know? Why do they keep butting in on these conversations? It makes me start thinking, is there an ulterior motive? Yeah. You know, are they only doing it with people who have a kind of stature or something to offer or, or you know, want want to, to have something? And it's the nicest way. And trust me, if you listen to the Honest Designers podcast uh, from a couple of weeks ago, it's it's on uh, podcast apps. I did an interview with Tom, Ian and Dustin, and we were talking about networking, which is something I'm quite strong at. And I've spent many years developing, um, developing friendships that I value. And I, one of the things I said is a referral carries so much more power than just walking up to someone and or, or emailing them and saying hi i'm a friend of glynn's and i saw you do this and i'd like one of those it 
that that you that's a roadblock but if i emailed someone and and either copied you in or said hey look a friend of mine's going to be in touch or i'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine because he does this and you do that and i think you get on that will develop a friendship a lot quicker than just hijacking we used to call it social hijacking and back in the day glenn and i used to actually go uh social hijack fishing (laughs) and we'd post a comment and in fact one day i think i said this before (laughs) there was a person who just kept liking everything and commenting on everything and it was really weird and i kind of found out that what the ulterior motive was and it was um they were trying to have something that i had and and basically want to take away from me i remember this now yes yeah Yeah, so i posted a picture of a potato on social media with no comment just a picture of potato and guess what they were the first person to like it. Yeah, it's freaky, and it, it was it was really really weird, and it was quite sad actually because I you know I'm not going to mention the person, but they were they were actually angling to take something away from me because they saw the benefit I was getting, mm. and that's where that whole social et- social media etiquette. This will all come back round to social etiquette. All these things will just the 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 moral of the story is going to be <laughs> be a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we've got an episode to record, so we've got stuff to go through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so my other one, actually, again, uh, well, this is a very quick one. I don't think we really need to say much about this one because uh, it is what it is. And I just called it Commit. Uh, and with the subheading of Don't Be the Boy That Cried Wolf. And this is kind of aimed at people who say they're going to do something and they don't do it. But before, when they kind of say they're going to do it, they shout it from the rooftops. They they post all over social media. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm going to produce a tutorial every Tuesday, which which is kind of preempted first of all with sorry I've not been around much. It's okay, <laughs> don't apologise. I hadn't noticed. But then it's the case of uh, I'm going to do a tutorial every Tuesday, guaranteed. Please send in your request. What you'd like to see? Subscribe. To do, subscribe. They might do one, then you never hear from them again. I'm doing a new podcast. Uh, big build up, big build up, and then nothing. It's like, listen, look, if you're going to say you do something, commit to it. And I'm not saying, oh, check us out, but we made a commitment to do this, this podcast. And initially, at the start, of course you're excited. You know, it's great, it's good fun. You know, me and you get to chat more, but there is a conscious effort. We need to do this. We need to do that. Yeah. But now, it's like brushing your teeth. You just do it. You don't even think yeah. about it. We know that every week we're doing this. It's not an effort uh, no, to, but it's to a really commitment. plan it. That's yeah. the thing. It's a commitment and there's consistency. And there's one thing you've often said with your bodybuilding days was, uh, and with photography is consistency. Yeah. You have to put in the effort. It's not going to happen for you. There is no magic formula. You can't just say, um, I'm going to do this and then think it's just going to just going to happen like the the podcast we planned there was an expense there's planning we have to do we have to find times in our in you know our own within our own commitments to do this and it's like everything if you want to a be successful b probably respected or taken seriously and c actually get the audience that you were looking for you have to deliver because you know, we find each day there is a new podcast coming out every day. There's a new photographer with a new camera every day. The ones who are going to achieve anything are the ones who are going to be consistent. It doesn't mean necessarily good in the beginning because we all have to learn. But it, it means you have to at least 
be consistent. Do, do you know what I think the problem is? Just thinking about as you're talking there is I think that what the main reason that people don't the, the, the people who do say I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it every week and this is what's coming blah 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 blah. I think the reason that they don't continue is twofold. Number one, they they they're kind of they they find it hard to commit. That's the first one clearly. The second one is they're not getting the results they want. They think it's an overnight success thing yeah. when it really ain't. You've got to be in this for the long term. Do you know what I mean? You really have got to be in this long term. So, you know, if you if you want to start a new podcast, if you want to start doing tutorials and stuff, listen, when, when you do it, there'll be hardly anybody listening, if anybody at all. When I first started my blog, the only person reading it, apart from me, was Anne, my wife. But I wasn't doing it because I thought, oh, if I do this, I'll get known, whatever that means. I did it because it was a commitment for me that made me go out there and produce content that I wanted to write about. Yeah. So if you're going to, you know, I don't think there's anything more we need to say in it. If you're going to commit, Well, no, there, is, there is one more thing. Oh, go on then. I was going to say, is <laughs> when, when, when you do post this stuff and we see it, is, yeah, you might get that little high from your closest friends going, oh, that's awesome, babe. That's awesome, hun. That's brilliant. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you're so brilliant. You're so amazing. Oh, I can't wait. Trust me. None of those people are actually going to, particularly if it's like a podcast or a, a book or a magazine or something, they're actually not the people who are going to read it, buy it or listen to it because they're your closest friends. I don't even know if my mum's even listened to this podcast. Mm. She loves everything. You know, she'll say she loves me. She loves everything I do, but doesn't mean she's going to listen to my podcast. Doesn't mean she's going to read my book. So your audience, as we found, are going to be people who don't know you and they've got to find a path to you because you resonate. So do it by all means to get the social gratification and all your friends go, oh, you're amazing. But actually, the content you're creating isn't for those people. It's for the people who are looking to learn or, or looking for advice and they may not ever know you. Yeah. And, and people people will get fed up very quickly if you constantly are saying... I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and you don't do it. And then you do it again, yeah. and then you say it again, and nothing happens. It's like the person who keeps saying to you, giving up smoking. And the first time they do it, you're like, oh, nice one, well done. They go, yeah, two weeks, I'm getting there. It's actually getting easier, you know, I'm getting over it. And then they go back smoking again. So the next time they do it, oh, I'm giving up smoking, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, good, good luck. Yeah, again. And then they go out smoking again. It's like, oh. It's just like, yeah. Do you know what? You could, you might as well just be saying, "Oh, I got a new chocolate kettle for Christmas." It doesn't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not hearing you. I'm really not hearing you. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I got you that for Christmas. By the way, I realised that. You, I realised you threw it out with a chocolate fire guard I bought you the year before. Yeah. But it's much more useful than that ashtray you brought for my motorbike. Uh, right. <laughs> right. My next one is kind of a similar thing. We're, we're trying to thread this through. Um, my next one's called Don't Wish, Do. Mm -hmm. um, there is no... The subtitle, There is no Mary Poppins. <laughs> okay. Now, we all we all come from this a different way. And it's not to say that Glyn and I are any better than anyone else. I mean, we aspire to be people above us and we learn mm. from such a creative industry. And, and to get where we've got has taken years, has taken friendships to develop it's taken understanding it's taken savings now if if we save up and and we work really hard to uh, or anybody if you work really hard to to kind of 
do something go to an event for example going to an event okay it takes commitment you've got to travel you've got to save uh you've kind of got to have a purpose for doing it you you, you know you've got to have a return on what you're doing it why you're going people put a lot of time and effort in, into getting it and it frustrates me when i see people just put wish i could afford that or oh wish i could you know yes we all wish for lots of things so while it's you may want to comment that um saying something like i wish i could afford that it's it's a negative response it's like what can anyone do about that nobody's going to go oh hey is it really oh okay here's a thousand pounds for you to do it i'm in that position because i may be i may have saved for a long time for it um it may have taken me a couple of years to save up for something it may have taken me a long time to get confidence to do something um, especially when you're traveling abroad if you haven't done it before there's lots of things that piece it together and none of those things came together through a wish they came together through doing so if you want if there's any of those things you think you want to do they're all achievable because i'm not made of money um you know i've got four kids i've got commitments so i have to be very careful about how i spend my money and time now there are things i can't go to this year um purely for logistical reasons i can't afford it one day i'd like to i'll save up for it i'll plan but me posting i wish i could afford that or i wish i could go doesn't doesn't isn't going to help you you just know and i think gut instinct is a pretty good indicator you know 99.9% of the time gut instincts gut instinct is pretty much spot on and when you do see sometimes people saying oh i'd love to go to that but i just can't afford that you just know that they're angling for someone to go tell you what dm me and i'll um i'll get you a free ticket i'll give you a free ticket and it's which happens happens. it does happen but it does happen but there's a way of making that happen especially if that if you look back at that person's history and you see well they've never posted anything about this they've never they've never shown any indication that they would be and yeah there was a young lad um i'll give him a give him a shout on this episode his name's mark mark herons and he's 20 i think and he runs a podcast called The Creative Waffle. Mm-hmm. He's got his own design company called Blue Deer. Now, Mark started a podcast before we did. In fact, I, I found Mark through finding a, a podcast on an artist I wanted to listen to. And, I, and he does it all on video as well, which is quite a commitment to do, to do that. He's just done his 100th episode of his podcast with... And his 100th episode was, was with a designer called Stefan Sagmeister. Now, if you're a designer you will know that will be like me saying to Glenn, our 100th episode is with Noel Fitzpatrick or it's with uh, um, the the SAS guy. Oh, Ant Middleton. Ant Middleton, someone like that. Stefan Sagmeister is huge. This kid, uh, no, I'm not going to call him a kid. This young man has put himself out there. He contacts these top designers. I mean, he's incredible, the people he gets to say yes, that he interviews. And and the process is for him to learn. He's absorbing from these designers. And he wanted to go to a show last year. And he was offered a ticket to go. He had to pay his airfare and he had to get his hotel. But Mike, who runs Creative South, got him a ticket. And Mark saved up and he made the effort to go to the show. And that boy was networking his backside off that week he was doing little interviews while he was there now he's come home we've connected i've been helping him and chatting to him and things he's just done his 100th episode he's now working a night shift at sainsbury's so that he can afford to go back to that event next year and pay his own way that 
I have total respect for because he's 20. He's focused on what he wants to do. He's being consistent. He wants to, to achieve something. So he's got off his backside. He's gone and got an extra job. Fair play. He's working night shifts over Christmas and the new year to pay to go to two events next year in America. Now, he's going to deserve everything he gets from Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. He's made the effort to do it. Now, I know everybody can't, you know, it's not just a night, like I said, there's no Mary Poppins. A lot of people have commitments, but generally if you've got that kind of, those many commitments, the chances are you probably wouldn't be able to do that thing. And there's a lot of things that will pass us by. But I take my hat off to Mark because he's a doer. Mm, he's realised no one else is going to do it for him. And even though he got a free ticket, he's still going to pay his way next year. He's going to go to that event and he's going to have so much respect from every designer at that event from like top, top to bottom. Um, that when I see that, that makes me think there are people out there who know how to do this right. Have you have you ever had emails, Dave? Because I know I have. Have you ever had emails from people saying, "Do you know how I can get a free ticket to such and such an <laughs> event?" I yeah. had that. I remember at the last Photoshop World, I had somebody email me saying, "Can you, you know, how, how can I go about getting a free ticket?" And I was kind of like, "What?" And I gave them some. I fobbed them off with some kind of, you know, "Oh, I don't know," because I thought you don't just come out and ask. I know they no. say, well, if you don't ask, you don't get. Well, sometimes if you ask, you ain't going to get because it's just, yeah. you know, if I've had no communication off you beforehand, absolutely nothing, and the first time you ever kind of contact me, you're asking for something. You want me then to pay a favour to get you a $700 like, ticket. Well, yeah, and, you know, <laughs> and on that kind of note there, there is, there, is a, there is a photographer who I never hear from, from one week to the next, I never hear from. However... When I do, every single time, it's because you ask something. How do I do this? What can I do about that? How can I get this? And it's just like, do you know what? Sometimes I don't even bother replying now, and that's rude maybe. But you think, no, come on, mate. At least ask me how I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I actually had somebody contact me. I know not I know not everyone's a big fan of the the whole Adobe Creative Cloud thing, but do you know what? It's been going for five years. Adobe are doing fine. If you don't want to subscribe to them, they'll survive. Um, <laughs> GIMP, GIMP is available <laughs> but their photography plan you know for Photoshop and Lightroom which are the two industry leading bits of software for a photographer um, is less than £10 a month that's less than £10 it's the same price as Netflix mate we're on dangerous same... ground here if we're talking about oh, subscriptions no, no. but but this this the, where I'm going with this is because I don't want to open the can of worms but Netflix Spotify iTunes Music the photography plan at Adobe. They're all monthly commitments. They're all the same price. So how many of those do you have and how many of those are too expensive? <laughs> I actually had someone contact me and ask if I could get him a discount on the photography and Lightroom plan, which which at the time I think was £8.90 because it, it was on the internet. They asked for a discount and I just went back and said, even if I had it, I wouldn't give it to you because if you don't value the most powerful piece of software for what you do at £8 a month to give you the best chance of being better at what you do, I don't want to give you a discount. Mm. You, 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 uh, talking, talking of software, Dave, uh, do you know why I released that uh, that lookup pack, as you've mentioned? I, I released that. Um, when it was first released, People who are part of my email group, there was obviously, because I really do value the fact that they're part of that group, they get a discount code so they can get it for cheaper. I got an email off somebody uh, say, basically saying, 
Um, I got your email about the discount for the creative pack, uh, but they basically wanted my Rosa tutorial, the full length photography retouching tutorial. Can you give me a discount code for Rosa? So I reply back and I says, I, at the moment I've got that discount running for the new product. I can't really put another discount in there. It'll kind of make things go a little bit weird to try and manage it. So no, I can't do that at the moment. I says, but look, if you get it, if you get the Rosa, as a thank you, um, I'll send you. I'll send you a tutorial. I'll send you. I'll send you something else from the store. And I think I was going to send them like the new creative pack. And I thought that was a nice thing to do. So I get a reply saying, "Oh, can you just send the free thing then?" <laughs> so, so they weren't going to buy Rosa. They just said, "Can you send me the free thing?" So again, no. If but you had a positive side to that, didn't you? To, to, we we spoke about this. Say the, about the positive one where somebody said they accident. They thought. That oh they well, yeah, that that was that, that was actually one of the things I was going to kind of talk about. But yeah, that was that was under the heading of be a good person because I want to give a shout. Well, I'll do it now. I'll do it now. Yeah, but anyway, okay. by the way, that guy did not get the free thing, <laughs> and the reason was if he wasn't prepared to commit to himself to yeah. purchase something and then me to give him something free, then he ain't going to value the thing that's free, and as something with no value. It ain't going to get used. No point. Uh, but anyway, leading on from what you said there then. So my, one of my headings was be a good person. And there's, there's there's three people, actually, I want to give a shout out to because I was really taken aback by their honesty. The first first two, Rob Caven. Rob, I do hope I'm pronouncing your surname correctly. Rob Caven or Coven and then Bellen Shepherd. Now, what happened, these, these two guys here, when I released the Creative uh, Pack 3, sent out an email, and these guys, at different times during the day when it was first launched, emailed me back and said, Glyn, I need to let you know, I clicked on the picture, not the actual link, but I clicked on the picture in the email, and it's downloaded the creativity pack without me paying. And obviously, when I get that email, I'm like, uh-oh, what have I done wrong? And then the rest of the email says, so could you tell me, please, how can I pay for it? And you think, what? How amazing is that? The yeah. honesty is just incredible. Now, as it transpires, I hadn't included the link to the creativity pack. What I'd done is I'd actually put, uh, I'd used an email and just changed the content because I like the layout yeah, of it. Yeah. And I'd swapped the pictures out. And the original picture contained a link to download the toolkit the free right. toolkit that people that get, get when they join my newsletter, newsletter yeah. which is completely free. It's just random content, with some good stuff in there. That's what they were downloading, so they weren't getting that. However, the fact that they'd said, "Oh no, I don't. It doesn't feel right. I've downloaded your product without paying for it. How can I pay for it?" And I said, "Listen, your honesty just blows me away." So I sent them something. I actually sent them a different full-length tutorial to say thank you, and they were blown away by it. But I thought that was amazing. So a huge shout-out to Rob Coven, Caven and Bellen Shepherd for an amazing uh, honesty. Such nice people who I've never met. So thank you for that. And the other guy is a friend of mine called Julian Stum. Now, Julian, if you've got the Photoshop toolbox, there's a section in there when I'm going through adjustments. And there's a guy who's wearing some glasses, and he's got a jumper on, and I change the colour of his jumper. There's a series of different pictures where I show how you can very easily change the colour of his jumper. And what I did was, as a commitment to people who'd been appeared in the book, I said, listen, if you're in the book, uh, when I first asked them to be in, I'll give you a copy of the book when it's come out. Uh, and Julian said, no, 
just way too generous. Listen, it's just a privilege to be in there. I would buy myself a copy. I just want to thank you for sharing all your content. It's the least I can do. And I, no matter how much I tried, he flat right refused, saying, no, do not send me a book. We'll have a coffee, but do not send me a book. And sure enough, at Christmas, he sends me a picture online. There he is holding the copy of his book and he's chuffed to bits. I just thought that was very, well, just, just amazing. I thought, what a super nice guy not to yeah. do it, not to want anything, no ulterior motive, nothing. I just thought that was brilliant. So, Julian, thank you so much for that as well, because that, that just goes a long way, that kind of stuff. People who don't want yeah. something for the sake of having it. So, and, that, yeah. and it's not hard to be like that. That's the thing. It goes back to being nice. I've said to a lot of people um, on the Honest Designers podcast, I mentioned it, is I may have developed friendships now with certain people, but I've been a customer. I've... You know, I've got friends who they they print posters or they create resources or whatever. I know they've got kids. They're doing it because they're trying to make money to feed their family and, you know, pay for the nice things. Why should I get something for free? So I become a customer and, and I'll, I'll message them. And, and quite often I've heard people say, oh, just send me your address and I'll send you one. And I go, no, let me buy one. I want to buy it because I'll value it. When I own it and I've paid for it and it goes on my wall, I know that. Yes. I purchased it for a reason that yeah. that it meant something to me rather than just receiving a ton of free stuff for the sake of it because that's when you're more likely to chuck it in the box. You kind of get it and go, great, I've got some more free stuff. What else can I get? When you become a customer, you actually value the thing that you own, which you've, we've already spoken about. It's if you don't, uh, if you expect it for free, you don't value me. It's just an expectation. So I try to be a customer as best as possible. Now, it's not to say people haven't sent us nice things because we've just given them away in our competition. We've been sent some some nice stuff. We pass it on. I try and do that. I went to um, Adobe Max and I bought back some uh, Aaron Draplin postcard packs that were very limited. And I've been sending them out to people who couldn't make it. Mm. And I know they would have loved it. And it's cost me some money in postage, but do you know what? I felt good. Mm. I got a bit of a high known. I'd done something nice. Yeah. Those things will come back. Those that, that whole kind of groundwork that you have to do to sort of progress in this is, is, is what gets you where you are. But wanting that instant fix is, you know, no, it's not right. going to happen. It's not going to happen. Something I wanted to kind of mention. There's a couple of things I've got written down, but I'll do the one. Well, I've, I've one only actually. got one more anyway, so you do yours. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, uh, one is I'm going to give a, a shout-out about an article um, that was written by Danny from Three-Legged Thing, which is on LinkedIn. So if you go on his profile and find it, I think it might be on their blog. He wrote a really good piece about brand ambassadors where people contact companies and want free stuff. And I'm not going to go through it because Danny wrote this really, really good article about brand ambassadors. So if 2019 you're thinking of becoming a brand ambassador, I would suggest I'll find the link. I'll put it in the show notes, but read this article that Danny wrote and it will make you think about why, why and how. Really good article. My last thing is kind of wraps up a lot of these things and it's just collaboration. Now, you and I, when we first met, came from different backgrounds. You know, I'm a designer. He shoots, I draw. We should have a <laughs> podcast or anything like that. Um, but you find, you gravitate towards people in, in this industry that you enjoy spending time with uh, f for all the right reasons. And if it is a creative industry, you find that if you can collaborate, you will 
you'll get so much from it. And I, that's one thing I love doing is collaborating with people. We're working on projects or helping somebody. And one of the things uh, I've been very honoured to be asked to do next uh, this year. God, it's not next year; it's this year. <laughs> Don't wish your life away. Glenn's done it before. It's the the professional imaging show, um, and I've been invited to speak. And I didn't want to do a talk that I'd done before at Photoshop World. I wanted to do a brand new one. And the thing that I instantly felt I wanted to do was a a, a class called uh, "Why a Graphic Designer Is a Photographer's Best Friend." And vice versa. And and I'm only talking about our industry. Um, the fact that I am a graphic designer, you are a photographer. One of the things for both of us is we both get something. Like I need photographs to do my work. You create photographs for design things that you don't design. So this year, if you're a photographer, make a friend with a graphic designer. And if you're a graphic designer, make a friend with a photographer. I, I can't say how you're going to find that person. It might be someone you already know. It might be someone uh, that you're yeah, about to meet. Yeah, don't go on someone's don't go, don't go on Facebook and friend somebody yeah. you don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't force yourself in their face. Now, uh, a bit of advice to do this is just go to a show. Go to a free show. Go to a cheap show. Go to the societies. Go to the the photography show in March, which is brilliant for networking. Go to a camera club. You know, if you're a graphic designer, go to your local camera club because you will you will click with somebody you'll strike up a conversation it might not be a a fast friend situation you might have to go a few times but my advice is if you're a designer make friends with a photographer if you're a photographer make friends with a designer because you both can help each other get work you can both uh, maybe go for work together um, because you you've got the photography you've got the design but just try and collaborate Um, collaborate team Mm -hmm. up with someone and work on a project together and see if you can help each other through business and through, you know, Glyn and I don't actually work together as such, but we work on things together. So he's got a book. I designed the cover. Um, I did your logo. We work on the podcast together. When we go and travel away, we kind of support each other and, you know, I'll carry your bags. You'll carry my bags. It's We're lucky that we've got that friendship, but there's a, you know, <laughs> it sounds really corny. There's a Glyn Jewis out there for you, or there's a Dave Clayton out there for you. You've just you've just got to go and find and meet them and, and, and make something of that friendship. Because for us, eight years on from, you know, from meeting, look at the experiences we've had. Mm, you know, I know, yeah. We've Brilliant. had to work for them, and we've made friends along the way that we've helped, um, that we've introduced to other people, that they've developed friendships, and, and you've met people who have already got, like Ian Munro. And Anthony, you know, you've met two people who have teamed up together. They work well together. Go and find those friendships this year. Don't don't be, you know, sat looking on social media waiting for it to happen. Physically go out and touch people. Do you know, that sounds so bad. Yeah. But do you know, the other day I was looking through my phone and I found some uh, pictures from one of the first photo walks that we were on together. Yeah. And that's got to be, well, yeah, eight years ago. Oxford. Oh, my God, do we look different. I know. <laughs> we look, we look so brown. much younger. I mean, that's only eight years. You're clean shaven. I, oh, yeah, I don't look weird. I, got, I, I brown I, mean, hair. I look weird. It just looks unbelievable. I mean, I eight know. years. Dear but, me. But look at all the things we've done. Look at the effort we've had to put in to make them happen. Might as well something to my skin. I look like a Klingon in the next eight years. I am. My skin keeps going like this. <laughs> 
Yeah, but you're still <laughs> younger than me, mate. So uh, <laughs> I got one so, more. I got one more. Can yeah, I go, go for on, one more? Go for it. Go right, for it. My last one, and this because you know, I'm conscious of the time here. My last one is called "Stop Sharing Your Bowel Movements on Social Media." <laughs> now, what I mean by <laughs> what I mean by that is stop telling people everything about your life your family problems, what you do like, what you don't like, about your politics and so on and so on and so on. I mean, we're only like, we're only in January. The yeah. new year is new upon us. Let me just, I'm going to bring up my uh, Google Photos here. I went onto Google Photo, uh, onto Facebook today and I thought, right, let's have a look what's going on here. And straight away, I see a post from somebody here that was written by them on the 1st of January at 5.31 in the morning. Yeah says this, basically, I was happy to see the back of 2018. We're at 5.30 into 2019, and it's currently proving to be a lot worse. Oh, go away. Do you know what I mean? What do you expect from that? You, oh, are you all right, hun? I hate that word, hun. Yeah. And another somebody else, I found somebody else here, it says all they put was, so far, 2019 sucks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> do you know what Why? I mean? I, I've had, yeah, comments like that just... Just what? Shut up! Do you know what, I mean? what are you expecting? People to come round your house and kind of, you know, put you in a bath of milk and and fan you and all this kind of. Just shut up. And then was it? Because uh, I've got a, a family member. There's a family member who, you know, every family has issues. But what what this person does? I won't say the gender. But what this person does is they won't say it to your face, but they leave cryptic messages on social oh. media. And this person, they're, they're not a kid, and it's like really. Yeah. You know, so stop stop sharing your bowel movements. I don't care if you know you're angry about something. It just doesn't matter. You know, this is social media. Life is hard as it is. 2018, we've already said that. You know, there were some things that we had to personally deal with, which were really upsetting during 2018. So anyway, life will be hard. Let's try and keep social media a nice place. Let's not make even more effort to make it even more depressing and angry and sad and and what have you so and when you are that person on social media and you have got a product or a service or something you're trying to be that behavior will not earn you respect if you want your your five best mates your 10 best mates to keep going you're amazing hun you're brilliant hun you're right hun or babe or or dm me just you know fill your life with that but come june july when nothing's happening for you You've got to sit and ask yourself a big question: Why? Yeah. And social media. Is... Social media. Sorry, mate. I'm getting on my high horse again now, but I'm not going back to Glyn like we did when we first started this podcast. But you know, on a personal note, I found out about my dad dying on social media. What the hell is all that about? Do you know what I mean? I my my uh, a, a relative of mine has recently been in hospital. Now that person, while they're in hospital, having tests for something that was potentially pretty serious. Their other half posts on social media that they're at hospital and this out the other's going on. Do you know what? If Anne was in hospital, the last thing I would be thinking about is posting on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, contacting your nearest and dearest and yeah, just what? I just don't get it. I, I really don't get this thing about having to post and having to share their bowel movements. That's what I mean by it. Sharing yeah, everything. Yeah. Sometimes put your phone down, it doesn't matter. And you know what? People will still be there tomorrow and the day after yeah. and the day after. They're not <laughs> going to start little... going, hey. Uh, in fact, here, I'll do an experiment. Don't use social media for a day. 
and see how many emails you get from people saying, are you okay? Are you okay? I've not seen you online. <laughs> you won't get any. You won't get any. All right? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I love this. If you're still with us, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the, the, this is this is our this is only our opinion. This is just stuff that we pick up on that makes us laugh. See, I know we a couple of times we've been a bit guru, <laughs> but you would not believe the tears we have shed through laughter talking about this offline and and the stuff we talk about when we're away. It's kind of it's amusing. You know, it will never go away. All we're just sort of saying is look. If you're a semi-reasonable person, and you must be because you're already listening to our podcast, so you're already way up in our expectations. <laughs> if you've got this far, just if you do a couple of those things this year and look, look at yourself. And we had what was funny was see, we had so many comments from people going, oh, my God, I can't even say take it to the next level anymore. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. It's it, all we meant was a little lighthearted. Just stop and have a think about you know some of the things you say and do. And if you just take a couple of these things away, it's it's that thing is if none if it's none of your mates doing it, it's probably you. So just think about just stop and take a breath before you go and post that rant on social media. Go make a cup of tea, and wait there, make me one milk and one sugar. Then go back and think about right, what do you want from this? What what is your end goal? And sometimes if there isn't, leave it. It's okay. The world the world will go on. And stop trying to get sympathy. Stop posting stuff that's so kind of, you know, like never again, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Why or, always me? Or, yeah. Or just, just stop posting stuff. Stop trying to be wise. Stop trying to post comments and be all kind of wise man in the posts. You're not. You're not wise. So okay. Someone said most of the people who post inspirational memes never actually do the do things anything. they've posted. <laughs> yeah. They just want to seem wise. But most of the time, it's a cryptic sarcasm message. I was another one I love. I saw the other those. There's there's always two sides to every story, and that was it. <laughs> um, it's like no. I read a help. book when I was a kid called The Magic Pudding. There was only one book called The Magic Pudding. There wasn't another story about what happened to this magic pudding. <laughs> it's still your favourite book now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's that's our survival guide for 2019. If you stuck with us this far, we'd love to know any that you've got. Leave a comment on on the show or you know on social media. If there's a, if there's a something you'd like to add to the, to our survival guide, please post it and we'll share it. Um, or we'll comment on it, but I'm sure there's lots we've forgotten. There's lots of things that probably people wish would want to see the back of. Just ways to behave, and you know. And if you see us at an event, if you don't see us just at come up society, and touch us. Yeah, <laughs> well, you can touch me. No, we're open to hugs. It's fine, <laughs> but you know, if you if you want to come up to us and say hello, brilliant. We love to see people. If you want an introduction to somebody, just tell us why. You know, just just chat to us. We'd be more inclined to make introductions for you, or you know, help help with anything. If we can help, we always will. Both of us will. But kind of just sit back and have a think about what's your end game. What what do you want from twenty nineteen, and and what can your friends and and family and podcasts and blog posts do to help you along that path? So thank you from me for sticking with us. Yes, thank you from me. 
Yes, it's been a it's been a it's been a fun chat, Lynn. It I can't wait to I can't wait to we're away next week because next Friday <laughs> I, w- I wish we could record what we'll talk about on Friday night when we share oh, a room. Yeah. Yes, we do still share a room. Um, <laughs> it will be it will be funny, but we will be planning. Uh, we've got some great guests lined up this year, by the way. Um, I know I know Glenn's got one this week, and uh, yeah, we've got some great guests lined up. Some I I I'm I, we need to get the emails back for absolute confirmations because there are one or two that are really really cool. So stick with us. Still keep leaving comments, and and we we appreciate the reviews on iTunes. It really helps. Tell a friend. You know, share it on social media. We we love all that. Um, but if you don't, we still love you, and we'll still be here week after week. So from because me, we're committed. Yeah, from <laughs> we are committed and passionate. We want to take this to the next level. <laughs> so we will be back next week, yes. and we hope you join us. But thank you for sticking with us this week. And thank you very uh, much. We'll see you soon. Catch you later. Bye. <laughs>